You've tuned in for another episode of uh, El Chiqueño Presents Almost Live from here, Big D's Party Palace. I'm here with Ben Ami. How's it going? Ferdy G is out today trying to make an honest buck. God bless him. So you're stuck with us. Lucky you. So, uh, newsflash. City Auditor Edmundo Calderon has filed a whistleblower's lawsuit against the city of El Paso alleging that the city retaliated against him for his report on uh, the gas cards and the P cards. Mm -hmm. Very interesting lawsuit there. Uh, Where did I put it here now? Well, it's there in the, the El Paso Times. Yeah, good reason to uh, check it out this week. If you don't normally. El Paso City Representative Cassandra Hernandez, along with her husband, Jeremy Jordan, and former city manager Tommy Gonzalez are all being named as co-conspirators in a whistleblower complaint to be filed by Chief Internal Auditor Edmundo Calderon over intimidation he experienced in the wake of his report on city fuel card use early this year. You guys remember that. Cassandra mm-hmm. Gate, Cassandra Hernandez uh, rang up all kinds of charges on her gas card, and uh, the uh, Ethics Commission found out, issued her a letter of rec- reprimand saying that she had uh, misused city funds for her own personal benefit and those of her family. You guys remember all that. I don't got to tell you. Uh, But yeah, turns out that before he was able to show that report to city council, his lawsuit is alleging that uh, he had to jump through hoops. A city Mm -hmm. attorney, a city attorney wanted to see the, uh, the report before he was able to show it to city council before it got on on the agenda and then uh now why on earth would uh the city rep and the city manager want to prevent the uh auditor from doing his job from doing doing his his job yeah 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 uh I don't know, maybe. Mm, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Fishy. <laughs> smells a little fishy. There's something rotten in Denmark and City Hall. Uh, the later stats said during a meeting with uh, Gonzalez and uh, Edmundo Calderon would, uh, at a budget meeting for the Internal Audit Office, Gonzalez was intimidating Mundo Calderon, trying to influence his work and impede his independence. Wow. That afternoon, Gonzalez attended a budget meeting with the Streets Department and said that the audit was flawed and not done correctly, disparaging Calderon's work. Well, you know, I kind of feel sad that we got rid of Tommy right now when, when the proverbial shit is hitting the proverbial fan. Right. I'd like to see him around to answer to this. I know. But he's in Midland. He's in Damn. Midland working as the uh, city manager for the city of Midland. Huh. Yeah, I guess old Tommy G doesn't like when people get in his way. No, 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 no. He is uh, 
from my own personal experience, the city is uh, petty and vindictive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. The city's got to respond and say, hey, no, it wasn't us, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, the only one left is old Cassandra. Mm-hmm. Cassandra. I mean, she's the only one at the city. Speaking of which, in a, in a similar vein, uh, Claudia Lazette Rodriguez was hit with a, an ethics complaint, even though she's mm-hmm. no longer in audit in office. Uh, for her, uh, well, looseness, let's see. <laughs> she did, uh, she rang up, what was it, $3,000, $4,000 at Walmart on one day on her oh, P yeah. card? And they all came in at just under the $1,000 limit that she would have had to do to get approval. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but you know what Claudia Lizette Rodriguez said? No, what'd she say? She said, I don't care. I'm not going to be there. It's a kangaroo court, man. It's a kangaroo court. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's not even going to respond to the ethics hmm. complaint. Yeah. But, you know, probably not a good look. Not a good defense. Now, get us up to speed here. Didn't Cassandra, She first she wanted to get that letter... Right. I don't know, expunge. Well, I don't know what you do. First she, first got she the gets letter. the letter. Then she wants to get rid of the letter. Right. Did she file some kind of complaint? Or am I missing that? She didn't, but this girl uh, who shares an office with, uh, or at least an address, with uh, Cassandra's husband, Jeremy Jordan's pack. Mm-hmm. she filed a complaint. Well, just everybody. It was... Uh, it was uh, what's her name? What's her name? Deborah Paz, Women's Voices for Political Reform Pack. Uh, she filed an ethics complaint against Calderon, and she filed an ethics complaint against uh, Brian Kennedy, hmm. and she filed an ethics complaint against Joe Molinar. You know, hmm. you know, it's like throw it on the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't know, you know, it's pretty, uh, well, it's pretty darn embarrassing, you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, that just kind of shows you the way the city has been run prior right. to this new new city council taking office. Right. I mean. Yeah, hopefully there's a new era of uh, transparency and oversight. Right, coming right, to right, with a, with a new hall. sheriff in town, right. So, yeah. yeah, we can only hope. Right, that would be cool. Did you see what else? Um, they announced the candidates for chief of police. Mm-hmm. It's two cats from out of town. Uh, what's his name? Chief Pasias, the acting chief right now. Is it Paul or Peter Pasias? I forget. Paul Pasias, I think. Peter. Peter. Well, it was, Peter. I knew it was one of them. Literally. I knew it was one of them, yeah. yeah. Acting chief Peter Pasias is one of the nominees, and also this other guy, Zazur. Zazur, who's been the uh, assistant chief of police for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just speculating here, but I think it's got to be one of those guys. I don't think the other, other out of 
out-of-town guys stand a chance because I think the city's, the police chief's going to have to be somebody who uh, knows where the bodies are buried. Mm-hmm. They don't want some out-of-town police chief coming in, digging up the bodies by accident, you know? So, yeah. Well, you do have this uh, guy, David Ransom. So, the two other guys are... Uh One's from Boston and one's from the Dallas area. But Ransom uh, is a former El Paso police officer. Huh. So this, I'm re- just reading this for the first right. time out of El Paso Matters. Um, started his public safety career with El Paso Police in 1992. So you're kind of mm. getting an inside right, right. feller. And then this Steve Dye seems to be a complete <coughs> outsider right, out of, out of Dallas. So... Well, I don't know. Uh, we do, we do like to recruit our own my, uh, here in this town. My favorite out of those four would be uh, Zazur. What's his first name? Assistant Chief Victor. Victor Zazur. Now, for, for what reason? Well, uh, Chief Zazur was the head policeman on site when they uh, had that riot at uh, Durangito. Mm. Remember when they showed up with all the riot cops and everything like that? And I thought he conducted himself in a very professional, respectful manner to uh, all the people there and uh, didn't get out of hand. I mean, you know, it's like... uh, Somebody, I surmise, Tommy G and uh, D. Margo were calling it in, you know, from from the bunker. Trying to yeah. stoke some kind of right. They were trying to get it going, and but old uh, Chief Zazur was there, and uh, I thought he conducted himself real well, and he was not heavy-handed or something like that, you know. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's important now. Right. I mean, you have some very well, you know. We talk about a lot on on El Chuqueño police, uh, the lack of restraint. So a rare moment of positivity there is definitely for the better. Uh, I'll tell you what else, though. Uh, Now that I have voiced my support for Zazur, there's no way in hell he's going (laughs) to get it, man. I think it's old Peter Pasillas, you know. Pasillas is, uh, they're an old family here. I went to, uh, I went to Burgess and, uh, I guess it was Peter's brother, Coach Manny was the, uh, trainer there, the athletic trainer there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, his son also graduated with me from Burgess, Manny Pasillas. Oh, cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know. Hold on, there you have it. Generations, yeah. So, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Also, you probably did not see this story in the El Paso Times. It is called Las Cruces Man Woman Arrested in Violent Robbery of Casino Prize Winner in West El Paso. And this is a great story. This is a great oh, dang. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this couple from Las Cruces uh, apparently followed this woman who won 3500 bucks at the casino, followed her to her hotel, uh, stuck a gun in her face when she got to the parking lot 
He said, uh, give me your purse. And she said, okay, but let me get my cell phone out of it. Give me your purse. Let me get my cell phone out of it. Give me your purse. And then he pistol whipped her. Bang, hit her on the side of the head with, with, with a pistol. Wow. And uh, took the purse. And I don't think she got her cell phone back. Uh, and um, Did they track the cell phone to the, the thieves? At least, no. That would have been that would have been a plot twist there, right? Yeah, that would. No, what they did is they went back to the casino surveillance videos, mm-hmm. and they saw this girl hanging around uh, the casino in a suspicious manager hanging around like like the windows or something, and uh, then uh, they were able to uh, let's see how did they which. Can we name the casino? It's not no, going to be... Sunland Park. Sunland Park, okay. Sunland Park. I going to assume that. Did they both have both arms? They weren't one-armed bandits? <laughs> no, only one of them was armed. Only one of them armed. One-armed. <laughs> not two-armed bandits, just one... One two-armed bandit. Yeah, also, I mean, you got to be careful. you got to be aware... At all times, whenever, uh, especially you're carrying around all that cash. I mean, you're just walking around the public. People don't know what kind of cash you got. But you walk out of a casino. Right. After the bell rings on your machine. Uh, ding, I, I ding, assume. ding, ding. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Apparently, they check everybody's ID at the casino. They scan everybody's in, right? So they were able to see this girl hanging out by the windows, right, acting suspiciously. Mm-hmm. So then they went and they looked at uh, her her ID, right, the, when security scanned it. So they got her name and they checked to see what kind of a car she drove. And it was the same kind of car that followed the lady out of the parking lot and robbed her in the... Uh, huh. Robbed her in the parking lot of her hotel. A Chevy Trailblazer. So don't drive a Chevy Trailblazer, man. Yeah, guilty. Okay. uh, So wait, let me get... So she wasn't staying at the hotel right there next to the... uh -uh, uh -uh, I think she was uh -uh. somewhere. In El Paso. She was in El Paso. This is an El Paso police matter. They have Ah, jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So they say this poor girl... The public, her public defense attorney said that she was a former Las Cruces teacher with a master's degree and no criminal history. And uh, she's still in the downtown jail under a $60,000 bond, couldn't come up with the cash to make it. Well, you know, she probably ought to go back to the casino. And um, then they, I don't know. I don't know how they identified the guy who pistol-ripped the girl in the parking lot, but his name was Brinsfield. Hmm. You know, I bet I bet the girl ratted her him out. You know, and um, they p- pulled him over because the license plate of the car he was driving didn't match the vehicle, and he was found allegedly with 285 fentanyl pills and a firearm. Hmm. Sounds like a bad apple. Right. Okay, okay. Here's my here's my made for TV movie thing here. You get this girl, you know, she's a a teacher, right? And uh 
no criminal history, you know, just going through. She meets this guy, Brinsfield, right? And he's that bad boy all the girls love, you know? Mm-hmm. So she falls for him, you know? And uh, they start running around, and then they decide they're Bonnie and Clyde, you know? And they go, and they uh, rob this girl in the parking lot, Bonnie and Clyde style, you know? Right. And uh, the poor girl, right? The old Las Cruces school teacher with a master's degree and no criminal criminal history. Wow. Huh? That is a lifetime movie. That's a lifetime movie, right? Right. We'll have to see how it ends, you know. John Anthony Brinsfield. Do you guys know John Anthony Brinsfield? Anybody out there in uh, podcast land? Give us a call. Let us know what he's like. Tell if he's really a bad guy. She she wanted to grab her phone, man. You know, take the money. Let me grab my phone. That's a funny thing. Wow. Well, there you go. Uh, one other thing. There was one other thing I wanted to tell you all about. I wonder what it is. We've got the police chiefs. We've got the uh, Lifetime TV movie. What do you suppose that girl's going to do now? I'm not sure. You think sure. she's going to get a job teaching, uh, what do you call it? GED in uh, the county jail? Hmm. You know, I don't know. I'm hmm. not sure what all the jobs are there in the jail. Can't say. Well, she's a teacher. Yeah, she could teach the, uh, I don't know. Oh. I'm sure she's writing up her story now. Writing up her story. Going to send it off to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I found a John Brinsfield on old Facebook. Really? Yeah. Is he the kind of a skinny, weasel-faced guy <laughs> with a Fu Manchu and a tattoo on the side of his neck? Kind of. Dude, the strange thing is, like, the dude set up, like, five... Facebook pages. Uh huh. That's suspicious. That's <laughs> like, a red flag right there. Is what was the gal's name? Was it Jamie? No, that's a tattoo on the side of his neck, though. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he wasn't with his wife when he uh, went on this little trip. Well, wild out there. Well, we'll see what happens. Also, the letters to the editor of the El Paso Times are drilling the commissioner's court over their uh, 16% raise they voted themselves. Mm-hmm. Huh? Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. I think there's pretty broad... I mean, you've even seen, like, Justicia Fronteriza has come out... Um, they did? Yeah. Uh, pretty, you know, critically of, of those, the four who, who voted in favor of that. Maybe maybe it was just a typo. Maybe it was only supposed to be a 6% raise, you know? <laughs> Oops. <They're> all, <laughs> collective, uh, you know, eyesight failure yeah. between the... Yeah. I don't know. Voting. I don't know. Yeah, 16%. That is... 
That's good. Yeah, one thing um, uh, my commissioner, Coronado, was saying, we just wanted to, this is just a level setting. But, I mean, if, if you, you know, and, and he admitted it looked bad. So I think it's, uh, I don't know. Well, what? It's just like, it, it just stinks. And, like, uh, you know, you look at the community as a whole and, you know, how much money did did it all add up to? Did all the pay raise was it like? More? I don't know, but the budget's going up. You know, they, yeah, everything's going they're up. they're raising the uh, tax rate to the highest they can without approving without voter approval. Like, like I'm going to make up a number five hundred grand total. Could they have used that right somewhere else? Some you know, right in a better way. Do they way? have so much money? Do they or, have so much money that uh, they can throw it away on? Uh, Raises for right. the commissioner's court, right? So, um, is that going to come back and haunt them when they're when they're up for election again? Oh, <laughs> one can when are they up? up? When one are they can up? only hope. Right? When, when are they up again? I don't. Yeah, they're. Uh, it's going to be pretty. Pretty bad. Uh, and you can you can go to El Chiquenio right now. There, there's a you have a post here. What do our county commissioners do for us anyway? And I think it, the, the the questions are out about what they do because it's mostly in those unincorporated areas of, right. of the county, which are mostly creosote bushes. <laughs> so, all right, you know, go check it out. Elchukeno.com. Elchukeno. The uh. District 3 Representative David Stout and the county judge, uh, Ricardo Samaniego, are up for re-election in uh, four years, three years, you know, November. How long is that term? Four years. Four, four years, years, and it's so staggered. Coronado just got elected. Right, right. Did the other... Um, Coronado well, just got elected. The other the, two are coming up for re-election, which is Carlos Leon and mm -hmm. Ileana Olguin. But mm -hmm. Leon has announced he's not running again. He's going to quit. You know, mm -hmm. he was chief of police. You know, he's going to so make. He, he's making big salary from that. You know, big retirement yeah. from that. And uh, so he voted yay, and then out the. Out yeah, the yeah, door. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, that would have been cool if he voted no, huh? And I'm not running again. Yeah, it's not yeah, for me, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and um, so what? You know, how about uh, Judge Samaniego? Is he going to run again? You know, he's getting up there. I think he you was know, born in. Uh, uh, I think he's eight years. I think he's seventy-four right now. Seventy-four hmm. right now. So yeah, uh, and uh, I believe, and you know. Has he been mayor yet? No, he hasn't been no. mayor yet. No, no, no. That's, you don't think he'll throw in? No, I figure 74 when he, when he uh, in what, three years? He's going to be 77? Mm, you're right. He needs to run for president, you know? Let's get some, <laughs> let's get some young people in some, there. Let's yeah. get some young people in there, I you know? know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Here's another article. Sorry, I should read El Chiquenio more often. You have Joe Pickett here for strong mayor. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, Joe Pickett, uh, uh, he's saying we've had nothing but headaches with these city managers. And, you know, 
doesn't take doesn't take anybody to figure that out you right know? it's I yeah mean, plain yeah. plain to see right 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 i mean uh i hate to say corrupt but they sure look corrupt <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. a little iffy yeah i guess the opponent to the strong mayor think it'd be easier to corrupt you know someone who has connections in the community and they divert things in certain ways but i would argue well you could it could be corrupt but also with like good triple bidding practices and maybe a good auditor like right. it sounds like we have mundo <laughs> and you know and then you know social media didn't exist before really right so, i think you know so there's a little more uh, scrutiny uh put on city government i think a lot of people like back in back in uh, 2012 and everything like that i don't think they saw that uh independent media the internet Mm -hmm. coming for them you know Mm -hmm. you know they just uh, you know i mean because before all you had to do was convince uh the editor of the el paso times Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah there's definitely a little more well i wasn't really politically active you know, when I was in middle school, so I don't really know. Yeah. Well. But um, <laughs> but there are a lot, a lot more organizations, too, that are looking out at yeah. what, uh, you know, what's going on. Right. So, could be worth it. Okay, well, there. I've had about had enough today, Ben, on me. I'd like to thank our sponsors today, Water, Black Coffee, and Hostess Tweakies, Golden Sponge Cake with a Cream Filling. And, uh... Always a big shout out to uh, Big D. Thanks for letting us hang out in your place here. Big D's Party Palace, where the fun never stops till the cops come twice. So uh, we'll see you later, El Paso, y'all. And uh, I'm here with uh, Ben Ami. Have a good one. My name is Rich Wright, and we'll be back later. Thank you.